Hello and welcome, no congratulations to becoming a better, stronger and smarter runner. Hey, join me for a couple of minutes, that's all it takes. Look, sometimes you are stuck, stuck in a running rut and you have plenty of excuses not to go running. Let's change that right now. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Excuses. Ah, oh, yes, we runners. We are so good at finding them, aren't we? Come on, be honest. Doesn't matter who you are, even if you are, I am out there daily, or Miss I post every day on Instagram with a big smile, also you, or Mr. I post the miles and speed daily. <laughs> okay, have a look. If you haven't done so, please check out our new site, advancedendure.com. One word, that's where you can get access to the show. That's where you can download it over all your favorite links. Okay, regarding Mr. I'm out there or Miss I post my miles. Sorry, that wasn't nice of me. I am making fun of other runners and their desire to share on Instagram. Or is it an addiction? <laughs> anyway, excuses, that's today's topic. Not really, it's a, it's a windy topic. Look, even I had excuses, numerous. <laughs> and I'm the guy, I, don't th I think I've done about four 365-day run streaks in my life. Me, Mr. Certified Endurance Coach. Me, Mr. I run marathons and ultras. <laughs> I used to have a favorite excuse. Had. Why had? Well, because I cracked it up. Yep, I had that excuse for many years. And believe it or not, it seriously affected my running, my run performance, my my run training, my efficiency. But before I dive in, do you know that there's no ads on the show? Can you believe it? Yep, not one single one. Another thing, there's no swearing or cursing either. <laughs> I have a couple of, of reasons. Let me let me explain it to you. I used to enjoy listening to Joe Rogan podcast. Look, he had seriously interesting guests, and I liked how I dove into the questions. And hey, I, I wasn't wrong. I mean, it wasn't wrong listening to him. After all, Spotify did pay him a couple of million dollars to host his show. But then I realized it got a bit out of hand. Anyway, for me, what exactly? Well, the cursing, the, the, the talking about smoking dope, or uh, look, I understand it's just not topics for me. I, I wanted to have a different type of show and, and reach a different type of audience. Mm, plus the ads, you know. This morning, now you got to picture this. I'm serious. I couldn't be making this up even if I wanted to. I'm running up a, well, it's not a hill, but it's, it's an incline. It seems like I'm always running up inclines because I live down in the valley. I'll put a photo up on Twitter. Now, so picture it. It's really a beautiful morning. Low clouds. It is cold. It's still wet from the rain that fell during the night. And next thing, there's a Spotify ad. And it went something like this. Of course, the speaker had a much better voice than me. Early morning, you look up at the sky and the road ahead and your soul knows you are a runner. You're Essex, whatever. I was like, are you serious? I didn't know what to get upset at first. I mean, the fact that the ad uses subliminal messages, that's not even allowed. You know, see, they are an anchor. They anchor a great feeling, a memory you have, with a shoe. A shoe, for goodness sake. Tell me, has a shoe ever made you faster? Look, even I like buying shoes. There is a certain high you get when you are oh, new shoes. But, I mean, as in you started overtaking people. 
the whole time during the whole race because you had new shoes? Of course not. You know, did your 5K time drop because of the new shoes? But wow, that ad, excellent, well written. And that's exactly what I don't like. That's, that's why I started this podcast. See, if you as a runner want to become better, stronger, or smarter, hey, maybe go for your first 10K race or start exploring a half marathon or maybe you want to finally go for that marathon. Well, I want you to get to know me, the person you're going to be handing your money over to. <laughs> See, a sports company selling socks, shoes, T-shirts, you name it, they'll make you a lot of promises, but they're not true and you know it. But at the end of the day, what will help you become a better runner? Well, number one, by running and then training better but definitely not by spending money on shoes. And that's what this show is all about. No, not spending money on shoes. It's helping you to get from A, your current state as a runner, to B, the runner you want to be. Did I take the wind out of your sails? Ha, that's good because today I want to tell you about my former favorite excuse I used to have for postponing my run. Now, it might come as a surprise to you. Nope, it's not the heat. It can never be too hot for me to go for a run. Having lived in Saudi Arabia, you conquer that one pretty quickly. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I love running in the sun. Actually, one of the races still on my bucket list is the Florida Keys 100. I'm really looking forward to that when the COVID days are over to one day being able to travel down there and take part in that race. Running in the cold? Nope. It also wasn't an excuse for me because somehow I've gotten used to it. And after completing a few 360-day run streaks, living in Germany, I get up, I even run if it's minus 10. That's more or less my limit. <laughs> so it doesn't get much colder than that here anyway. So what was my favorite excuse? I'll tell you. It's too windy. <laughs> yes, that exactly. That was my main punchline. Windy as an actual wind, not passing wind. Nope, farting wasn't the issue. <laughs> if you have that issue, don't worry about it. Nothing lightens up the mood in a running group. If you squeeze a fart and you shout proud and strong, turbo mode! <laughs> Jokes aside, the reason why you might be farting comes, it's natural, it's whilst running, is that running usually speeds up your digestion process. Combine that with the pounding of your feet and you get the fart frequency. You know what I mean. <laughs> There's another type of wind. I'm not talking about that one either. The second wind. Maybe you heard of that. And what happens is, it's quite interesting. As your body pumps more blood through the muscles, you start to perspire and running usually feels easier. And other runners talk about a second wind. And that's when you're approaching perhaps the 7 or the 8K mark in a 10K race. And suddenly you get a boost in energy. A real turbo. turbo. <laughs> a power surge. It you can ignore the tiredness, the soreness, and boom, off you go. Suddenly at a much faster pace, and you cross the line in style. And what actually is happening is, well, one of the um, hypotheses is that your body is switching from burning carbohydrates to fat. But, but there are a few holes in this theory. There are some experts, they think it could actually have to do with lactic acid and oxygen in your muscles. Now, research has shown that chemical lactic acid requires less oxygen to power your muscles than other sources of fuel. So when you have a buildup of lactic acids in the muscles, you may be able to go harder and feel less pain as you do. And then you tell everybody, I got my second wind. But actually, you started to use huge amounts of lactic acid, which requires less oxygen for energy, and your blood became less acidic. So you were able to run faster again. 
But according to the British Medical Journal, it must be, I mean, it must be great, the British Medical Journal, listen to this. Most likely the second win, and this is what they say, it is a mental thing having to do with your neurochemicals or psychology. Now, scientists believe, again, these British Medical Journal writers, they said the second wind is actually a phenomenon, and it's similar to the concept of a runner's high, and that has been researched a lot throughout the years. Ha! Hey, but as I said, the type of wind is also not today's topic. No, I was referring to my favorite excuse not to run due to wind. Uh, some background, I grew up in Pretoria, which is a city that has excellent weather, weather how I like it, <laughs> and it has hardly any wind. I mean, if it's windy there, it's like everybody's like commenting, oh, it's, oh my goodness, it's windy today. <laughs> And that's not all. I have many more excuses to add on top of that. See, there's something called windchill. <laughs> and having lived in the UK, that was the first time I really understood what the word means because I felt it. Hey, and tell me, what's with all you British runners? That singlet t-shirt and that white skin turning pink in sub-zero temperatures. Come on, buy a wind-resistant jacket, for goodness sake. <laughs> you might be agreeing with me. Yes, running in windy conditions, it's not nice. Now, see... Before it was a normal sentence that would cross my mind. I'd look outside the window, trees are moving. Aha, I'd see the birdhouse is rocking about violently. Nope, definitely too windy to run. I don't feel comfortable running in the wind. I wouldn't run. Hmm. Maybe you can relate to this. Maybe you have a sentence like that pertaining to some other matter. Hey, maybe it's, I ate ice cream, I never run after eating ice cream. Or hills. Nope, I don't run hills. Fartlek. No, I don't, I, I, I'm not built for doing fartlek. Now, whatever crossed your mind whilst I was speaking, that exactly is your limiting belief. Now, we'll go into that in a, in a more deeper in a second. See, see, whatever thought keeps you from doing something you actually want to do, that is a limiting belief. I'm too short, I'm too old, I'm not a fast runner, I can't run. Hey, I've heard them all. Honestly, 35 years as a runner, working with runners, coaching athletes, most runners have one that is so well embedded and it sneaks up on you. <laughs> like that ASICS ad this morning. <laughs> well, that problem I, I can solve by upgrading to Spotify Premium, but I hardly ever listen to music whilst running. But that's beside the point. It is easy to share it now, my limiting belief. What was wrong with that, with having one? Let me tell you, that's a good question. Over the years, I've really developed great running memories. Not only my 12 crazy days, you know, the charity event I did, raising money for awareness for kids in a refugee camp. Anyway, I ran those marathons during the European winter. <laughs> Along the white cliffs of Dover, wow. It was so windy, actually, I nearly got blown off them. <laughs> and the next day, a place called Boulogne-sur-Mer, however you pronounce it as French, uh, it's the Atlantic coast of France. It's a windsurfer's paradise, extremely windy. Or running in the Faroe Islands in Norway, Whew, what a wind there, honestly. And some of my best running was actually in windy conditions. Yes, running in the sun would have been more fun, sure, but hey, I ran. The wind, or my way of thinking, didn't stop me. Great moments, great memories out there. Once you decide to question whether what you are thinking is true, so how, how to progress, how to get out of your head, and you know this, get out of your head or you're dead. <laughs> a limiting belief is a state of mind, a conviction or a belief that you think to be true that limits you in some way or another. Now this limiting belief, it could be about you, your interactions with other people, or with the world and how it works. Uh, limiting beliefs, they, they 
can have a number of negative effects on you. And usually you can't recognize this. Others can see it. That's why sometimes it's quite good to get a coach. <laughs> they could keep you from making good choices or going for new opportunities. And ultimately, they keep runners, and I mean this most sincerely, they keep runners from reaching their potential. Ultimately, limiting beliefs, they can keep runners stuck in a negative state of mind and hinder them from living the life that they truly want to live. <laughs> And there are many ways to go about getting rid of limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs. And some of them are uh, adapted from Byron Katie's highly successful The Works. You should look that up. But it doesn't matter whose form or of going into inquiry you use. Important is that you do it, you apply it. And it's so simple so that you start to get acquainted with that feeling that asking yourself the following three questions, that's what's going to get you to confront those Let's call it debilitating negative beliefs. Question number one is, is it true? I mean, is it true that I cannot run if it is windy? Have there been times when I had a great run uh, experience anyway where I went out? So if there's been one great run experience, it's not true. Bam, you're already breaking that limiting belief straight away. First question, is it true? Second one, is it logical? I mean, is it logical that just because I didn't wear the correct running gear, running in the wind wasn't for me? I was convincing myself over years, it, it's too windy, I'm not going to go running. But actually, it's not logical because there is great running gear out there. <laughs> Question number three, is it helpful? Means, does this belief enhance my chances of improving as a runner today or in the near future? So if this belief is not helpful, if I don't go running in windy conditions, I'm going to be skipping quite a lot of runs. So it's not helpful. <laughs> hey, again, I'm going to summarize. Question number one, that thought that you had, that, that you had in your head, <laughs> is it true? Next one, is it logical? Third one, is it helpful? If, if you can dispute your own beliefs, it opens up room for more productive beliefs and thoughts, of course. Productive Positive thoughts, they will enhance your self-confidence. They will improve your focus. Focus on what you're doing in the present. They will help you remain calm during pressure situations. And look, you'll be creating a positive mindset for competing, for running. Accepting that you can't perform perfectly and not seeking perfection. That'll make you even a better runner. Better than yesterday, better than last week, better than last month and better than last year. I want to close today's Windy Show with, there's a great verse I want to share with you, and it's from John 3, and it's from the New Living Translation. Just listen to this. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. Wow. So those thoughts that you have, grab a hold of them, those excuses. Ask yourself, is it true? Second question, is it logical? Third question, is it helpful? That's going to help you become a better, a smarter, and a stronger runner. My name is Heiko. Thank you for listening. Have an excellent run. If you haven't gone for a run yet, you need to go for a run right now. And remember, take it easy.